Welcome back to Leader Up, a podcast by the Army Management Staff College, where we discuss a broad range of leadership and leader development topics with an emphasis on the Army profession. In today's episode, we meet with Ms. Christina Love, Program Lead for the SES Engagement Program within AMSC's Department of Enterprise Leadership. Hello and welcome back to Leader Up. Today we're going to talk about a program here in Army Management Staff College. Uh, this is a program in the advanced course, and it entails members of the senior executive service uh, coming to Fort Leavenworth to AMSC and spending a week uh, with students and faculty in the advanced course. And we we brought in a very special guest today to talk about this program. Joining us today is Christina Love, and she is both an advanced course instructor. Uh, and the program coordinator of what we're going to talk about today, and that's the SES engagement program. So, Christina, thank you so much for coming down today and talking to us on Leader Up. You're welcome, and thank you for having me, Dave. It's a pleasure to be here. Okay, thank you. And so let's just jump right in, and uh, big picture-wise, tell our audience what the SES engagement program is all about purpose, what it entails, how it's run, and all that. Okay. Um, so really, the goal for the SES engagement program is for SES is to have an opportunity at the senior strategic level to, to talk to our students who are GS 13s, 14s, and 15s about their perspective, the enterprise-wide perspective, the Army as a business, and just talk about their point of view and, and get a reaction from the students so they can also learn and get different perspectives from the students as well. And in SES, uh, my understanding of the senior executive service, an SES is a, is a civilian, and they are the equivalent of general officer rank. And that's correct. Is that correct? That is correct. And so these folks come here to Fort Leavenworth, and how long are they here, and what specifically do they do when they're here? Okay, so they come here for a week. We have a different SES to help us uh, work through each week with the students. And there are four main roles that they will have, depending on what week they are here for. So all of our SESs will participate in one-on-one mentoring and coaching sessions. They will all also participate in classroom engagements. The week three SES will provide an enterprise-wide perspective plenary session with all of the students. And then the fourth week SES will um, be the keynote speaker during graduation. And so they all uh, they all do kind of the same thing, but there's added uh, requirements or opportunities depending on the week that they are here. That's what I'm hearing. Yes, that is correct, Dave. And so let's go back and talk about each one of those, uh, starting off with what you refer to as the coaching and mentoring. Just tell, tell me a little bit more about how that works, what the, what the purpose of it is, and, and what kind of things go on with that part of the program. 
Okay. So there's a sign-up sheet that we have posted in our main area, in the main office area. So it's a first-come, first-served basis that students will have starting the, the first day of the course to sign up to speak with each of the SESs that are here. So each one-on-one session may consist of something different, depending on what the students' needs are at the time. And sometimes it may take for them to hear from the SES to really understand if this is someone that, that they would like to speak to. But each one-on-one session is about 30 minutes, and it can vary from asking questions about career development, career enhancement, um, reference materials, and possibly even how to become an SES. And so what I'm hearing you say is that if, if I'm an advanced course student, I have this opportunity to go and meet with uh, an SES and ask them whatever kind of career questions that, that I might have to include something like how could I become what what would what could be a path for me to become an SES? Yes, that is correct. And so uh, the other thing you talked about was uh, that they're in the classroom as well. So first we have this opportunity to interact with the SES individually in these coaching and mentoring sessions. And then there's uh, uh, also engagement in the classroom. So what is that like? What kind of things happen in the classroom? Okay, so it gives the SES an opportunity to have some authentic conversations about the Army as a whole. And it also allows them to provide some insights and perspectives from from their level. Um, so they spend about an hour to an hour and a half um, when they're in a classroom, whether they're receiving questions from the students um, and then, of course, answering those questions if any are asked. And then they actually spend time engaging as part of the conversation because there are lessons that are actually taking place and provided by the instructors in the classroom. So it could be them adding information to, um, or they could just be observing just so they can provide some comments later to wrap things up. And so if, I, if I'm in the classroom uh, and an SES is in there, we're talking about uh, Myers-Briggs type indicator or design or uh, con- dealing with conflict, the, the, the SES is, is also in there kind of listening in and participating at the same time. Yes. Yeah, so we do give the SES an option to participate if they would really like to be part. Um, so that way we don't make them feel uncomfortable in doing something that maybe they don't want to do. Um, but that is always open for them to feel open and comfortable to participate and provide additional insights on that particular lesson. And then the, the third thing that you talked about was uh, something that happens in week three of your course. And uh, what is that? Explain what what that activity is all about. Okay, so in week three, um, the visiting SES mentor will provide an enterprise-wide perspective plenary session. So this session is about an hour and a half, and it's provided for all of the students that are participating in the advanced course. And it's just giving them a perspective on, you know, what, how does the Army manage change? So the topics do vary depending on the SES. We may provide them some topics that they can, they can talk about, um, but sometimes they may just gauge on what they've learned from the students or what they've been asked, and sometimes they will shape their presentation based off of that. Um, but the really the, the main goal is to help prepare them as they segue into force management. You know, again, uh, how does the Army manage change and what does that look like? And when we use a term, uh, this, this term enterprise level, and I know the advanced course is, the, uh, is, at, it, is working at the enterprise level, that's the emphasis 
that means just explain what that means to be at, at the enterprise level. Okay. How do strategic leaders think? What do they do? You know, one thing we ask the students to look into is what does your boss think about? How how does he or she make decisions? How do your boss's bosses think? And how do they make decisions? What is the business aspect of the Army? What does that look like? You know, how do you lead change? How do you um, provide those results? You know, how do you build coalitions? Being able to help them see up and out, looking at the Army as a whole, as opposed to what they're currently doing in, in in their current job. If they don't have that access to SESs or they're not in a position um, to kind of to, to really provide that information to other senior leaders higher up. And so it pulls what I'm hearing is this pulls me uh, the, the, the GS 13, 14 or 15 somewhat out of the day to day fight uh, of just getting the job done. And it pulls me into a kind of a higher level to start thinking about the army more broadly mm-hmm. and this this SES who is working at that level uh, has the ability to to come in and explain the the viewpoint of folks who are at that quote unquote enterprise level that is correct and so the the other thing that you talked about that they do is the uh, graduation which is week 4 and so just tell us about that week 4 what happens in week 4 and, and how does the SES, uh, what role do they play in, in that last week? Okay, so in week four, we have our How the Army Runs presentations. So depending on what seminar the SES is in, they will actually listen to an hour, an hour and a half presentation provided by the students on uh, force development, capabilities generation, acquisition, uh, PPBE. So it gives the SCS an opportunity to really see what these students have been working really hard on as they're providing these presentations. The week also will wrap up with uh, leader development, uh, their leader development plan presentation. So the SCS, he or she will sit in on there um, just so they can get a grasp of where they see themselves as leaders in their current state, their future state. You know, any is there any obstacles getting in the way all the way to what is their operational approach to help them reach those goals? And then the final day, which is Friday, they will serve as the keynote speaker, providing five to ten minutes of remarks. And then they will uh, also present the certificates to each student also with the fo- uh, photo opportunity. And let's let's go back and talk a little bit about the background uh, behind this program. Uh, how long has has this been going on? Okay, so the program initially started um, October of two thousand fourteen. Um, at that time, it was Miss Gwendolyn uh, De Filippi, who uh, she was the deputy to the Assistant Secretary of the Army for Civilian Personnel, and so she felt that there was value to our program based off of what we were providing that having SCSs would be value added to our program. And I'll be honest with you, I was here when this program started, and uh, I was, uh, I thought it was a great thing that AMSC was going to do. I I am, I was uh, a a little bit concerned, and I'm surprised now that it has lasted as long as it has, and that the, the, that the Army has kept the emphasis up. So for something that's been going on for uh, f- over five years, it sounds more than five years. It's extremely impressive with the, the amount of, uh, emphasis that the Army is still able to put on it. 
to get these these folks out here and have them go through this program. And let me just ask you, uh, uh, approximately how many over these five years, how many SESs have have come here to Fort Leavenworth and participated in this program? To date, we have had approximately 180 SESs participate. That's amazing. And and some of those, somewhere in that number, there's uh, some people who have come back, who have participated and come back a year later and, and done the same thing, I'm assuming. Yes, that is correct. So we have some that have at least participated two times or more. Um, and so we do have one SCS that has participated at least eight times. Um, and that includes our resident courses, as well as when we travel for our, mo- our mobile education team program. Okay. Uh, so the so this program, you just said it, is not only here at Fort Leavenworth, but it's also the same kind of program, the four different things that the SESs do are also at the METs, at the mobile education teams. That is correct. And so um, how do these folks get, how do these SESs get into the program? How do they show up here? What's the process for uh, an SES to find out about the program and get scheduled? Okay. Well, as far as the SESs are concerned, so they all have an obligation to continue with professional development. So they have some choices on, you know, what programs they would like to participate in. So some actually sign up to be part of the advanced course to be an SES mentor. So, and this is actually done by the Army's Executive Talent Succession Management Board. So we collaborate and coordinate with the Civilian Senior Leader Management Office. So that is who I specifically work with. Um, so we provide them the list of dates that we have for all of our advanced course, whether it's here or through a MET. And then they assign the SCSs, and then that, and the coordination begins from there about four to eight weeks out. And so uh, so uh, your role in the program is what? Can you just explain uh, what exactly it is that you do with the program? Yes. So I serve as the program lead for our SCS engagement program. So my role is to ensure that the SCSs know everything from A to Z before they hit the ground running. So once we have a list of all the SCSs and I have a time frame from where we're about to start our next course, I'm able to send out information not only to the SCS, but also to their executive officer or their executive assistant, um, where they receive a welcome packet outlining everything that they are to expect, especially for the week that they are traveling here, they know some of the obligations and the expectations um, of of what they are to participate in. And then we also have faculty sponsors. So it's almost like a warm handoff to the faculty sponsor where they will reach out to the assigned SES at least two weeks in advance. So that way they have someone to work with them while they're on the ground for that week. And then I understand that at at the end of the week before the SES leaves, there's some kind of an interaction with the uh, AMSC leadership about what's happened and, and their reactions. So how, what does that look like at, at the end of their week? Okay, so that Friday morning before they depart, they meet with both uh, Mr. Hawkins, who is the Director of Enterprise Leadership, and also Mr. Bannock, who is the Director of the Army Management Staff College. So they will have an out brief 
um, with both of them to talk about, you know, you know what they've learned, um, if they have any recommendations or things that we should sustain, and what their experience was, is is like. And then we also asked each SCS to write in a journal some comments for the next SCS coming behind them so they have some information to go off of things to expect, um, encouraging words to help get them through the week. And what kind of reactions have you heard or are you aware of from the SESs? What kind of things do they talk about or say about the program uh, when, when they're when they're just about ready to leave? Um, for most of them, they they feel it's a win win, not just for them but also for the students. They really like the authentic discussions that they are able to have with the students, and they just feel this is a value-added opportunity for them to engage with our workforce and being able to provide their insights to our students. And so they, they provide a service to the students by coming here and sharing their knowledge, but they also uh, they, they have things that they take away from the students at, through this interaction. That is correct. And, and a lot of it usually happens when they go through Army design and they're actually working on their their project for their final brief. So based off the information that the SES has heard, sometimes they're able to take information back to help impact change at their level. And what about the students? Uh, what kind of reactions uh, do, do, the, do the, have the students given uh, about the program? The students actually, for some of them, they think this is the best part of the program because a lot of our students don't always have access to um, speak to senior leaders at that level. So it just helps give them another perspective. It gives them an opportunity to to see outside of what they're doing. So they do start to think up and out. They do start to think about the possibilities. And they're able to see, like, maybe this is something that I can aspire to be just based off of what I've heard and what I've seen. Um, and then it gives them that encouragement to, to kind of seek de- other developmental opportunities um, for their future. And SES is just, just help me understand uh, just from your interaction with them, SES has come from, they have all different backgrounds, skills. Uh, some of them are retired military. Some of them uh, came right up through the, the, the civilian service, uh, just like a lot of other folks did. And so they bring a, a really broad uh, range of knowledge, capabilities, and wisdom uh, to to the classroom or to help these uh, students out when they when they get here. That is correct. So they're coming from all over, inside and outside of the United States. And so we really try to encourage our students, just because they may not be from your command, does not mean they don't have valuable information to offer. You know, think about what it is that you need or what you can possibly gain from these senior leaders that come to visit. And so you are a not only do you do this program, but you're a regular uh, advanced course instructor. And so let me ask you about what you see in the classroom, because you're in there uh, with the SESs while they're interacting with students. And so what do you see as, as from the instructor side as, as the benefits or, or the positive things that, that happen in this program? Okay, from what I see, and it's something that we set out to do or see, but I really feel that having the SES in the classroom helps to validate and reinforce what we do in our curriculum as facilitators. Yeah. Okay, well, Christine, I really want to thank you for uh, for, for joining us today. And uh, I want to ask you one more question. 
Is there anything about this program that our audience, our leader up audience needs to know that I have not asked you about? Okay. Well, first, again, let me say thank you for having me. Um, and so what I will say is I, I find that our SES program, and, I, and I've stated this many times, it is value added. It truly is a win-win situation for the students as well as the SES. It is empowering, and it is certainly worth the investment for our students. Okay. Well, thank you, Christina Love. Thank you again for joining us today. And uh, audience out there, thank you for listening in to this edition of Leader Up. If you have any questions about today's episode or this podcast, please check out the description for our email or for our website. Thanks for listening.